At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome in, everybody. It is indeed the Pro Football Blitz right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Brady Cannon along with Mike Pritchard, live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa at the tip of the strip in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. As we settle in here for the next three hours and cover every game in depth in week 11 in the NFL. And then at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern time, we switch over to the football contest show where we reveal all the top selections in the Circa football contest. Mr. Pritchard, great to be back here with you again for another weekend of NFL action. But before we jump into the card, Mm -hmm. I want to go over a few things as far as where we rank the teams in the NFL through 10 weeks of football. Okay. And you said to me before. (laughs) Before, they show, or before the show, they change every week. Oh. And I thought it was especially appropriate this week because that Vikings-Bills game last mm-hmm. week was so crazy. And how have we adjusted these two teams, if at all? Where right. do they rank? And, you know, I think through 10 weeks of football, and I don't necessarily do – we talked about this last week too. I don't necessarily do a traditional power rating system and, mm-hmm. and handicap with that religiously. But I do have like a numerical value that I have week to week from every team after I'm looking at all the stats and whatnot. So I'll go through my top 10. You can react, and then okay. you go through your top 10, and, and we can comment here, and then we'll get into the card. Sound right. like a plan? That sounds great. All right, Absolutely. very good. So I don't know. These Some of these might surprise you for sure. Okay. And, and this is aside from the eye test or my gut feeling right. or anything like that. It's just where my numbers come out on a week-to-week basis. Uh, and through 10 weeks of football, I still have the Buffalo Bills as number one, mm-hmm. uh, even though they've lost two in a row. I have the Philadelphia Eagles as number two. 
The Dallas Cowboys at number three. Whoa. <laughs> okay. The Baltimore Ravens at number four. The Kansas City Chiefs at five. The San Francisco 49ers at six. The Tennessee Titans at number seven. Mm -hmm. The Patriots at number eight. The Bengals at number nine. And bringing up the rear in the 10 hole, the New York Jets. Wow. The J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Those guys? And there's one team that is uh, <laughs> obviously absent from that mm -hmm. list right there the mm -hmm. eight and one Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, that, that's a shocker. Well, there's one shocker already. Number three, Cowboys. Mm -hmm. um, so, questions. Uh, how did you come about with the Cowboys being number three here on your list? Well, you know, like I say, it's not just necessarily my own assessment. Right. It's just what I, I go through all the stats mm -hmm. through 10 weeks of football, and it's a cumulative amount of stats. Right. You know, what they did with Cooper Rush, what mm -hmm. they've done with Dak, mm -hmm. and, and you go through all these different analytics that I look at that I consider, you know, important right. uh, that determine can help predictability and that type of thing. And... I, I end up with a number value on each team, and the Cowboys happen to be the third highest. Yeah, you know what's interesting when you said the word analytics in there, you used it. Uh, because for me personally, maybe going on six weeks now, uh, I feel like the NFL is trying to take analytics out of this in terms of um, the passing game, being prolific that way, right? Uh, we're seeing shotgun all over the place. We're seeing, right. you know, third and short is a passing down now, right, for a lot of teams. Um, but there's no elite quarterback play. Yeah. You know, there's one elite quarterback, I think, playing on an elite level, and that's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen's fallen off a bit the last three weeks. The last He's few good weeks. for the first half. Sure. Brady maybe be, might be ramping up. Hold on to your hats for that if it is. Uh, uh, and then, you know, Aaron Rodgers is – look, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson stinks, right? right? I mean, there's no elite quarterback play. But what the league has done uh, is turn back to the clock, though, uh, of the league and, and that running game, right? Absolutely. Uh, and and I think physical. that adds to the Cowboys' numbers. It does. And, of course, their defense does. But Zeke Elliott being hurt now a little bit and, and the reluctance to lean on a running game, even with Pollard, even though he might be a better running back, better option, they still want to throw the ball with Dak Prescott all over the place. And uh, I wonder if that could hurt them. Uh, no, I think Dallas should be ranked in the top ten. I I yeah, have them lower top though. 10, yeah, least. yeah, I have them lower. So my yeah, top let's do 10, your ten. My top ten starts with Kansas City elite quarterback play mm -hmm. right there. I can't disagree. Okay, and then and I still have Buffalo. Uh, they lost a fumble snap, mm -hmm. right? Uh, they got to clean that up, and, and I think they will. The Eagles are number three for me. The Ravens, I got them charging, uh, and then I got the Vikings uh, because I saw that the Tennessee Titans were in your top ten. They're in my top ten too. But I want to ask you. What's the biggest difference between the Titans and the Vikings right now? Defense. Defense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. The Titans, surprisingly, even though they had a lot of guys injured mm -hmm. in that Thursday night game, right. uh, their defense is, you know, I believe, very best in the league in defending third-down conversions. Mm -hmm. uh, they get after the quarterback, even despite, you know, having lost some guys on the defensive front. But uh, Vrabel's getting it done right. on defense with that team. It's defense and it's Derrick Henry. Yeah, because I was going a different direction in terms of, and I agree with that too. The defense has been phenomenal. That's part of that physical component that that team uh, stands out in front of a lot of people. But what I was leaning towards was the perception that the Vikings are winning these close games and they're, they're fraudulent, whereas the Titans are winning close games too, but yet they're supportive. 
Yeah, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of the Titans. Mm-hmm. And again, this is just my number, but it's hard to argue with what they've done. I think it's, what, they've won seven out of their last eight games or yep. something like that? Yep, Incredible. I, yep absolutely. So um, just, just uh, opinions right there. Then I got the Dolphins in the top ten. Okay. Uh, I know their defense is, is not uh, top-notch either, but, I mean, that offense, my goodness. Uh, and then, and I, I really don't know how to bet the Dolphins, and maybe that's probably, I need to wise up to that. I got the 49ers in there. Uh, I think they're going to make a, a run. Uh, and this is just my top 10 t- teams in terms of projections, too. And then, like I said, the Titans, the Bengals. I have the Cowboys and the Chargers slotted Chargers. at number 10. Wow. Tied at number 10. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, okay, you do have the Bengals in there. You do not have the Patriots. Um, for the most part, I think on at least 70%, we agree. Yeah, just absolutely. Kind of in different order. Mm-hmm. Different order. And, I mean, look, the, the way that the league has gone this year, uh, number 10 could be number one in a couple of weeks, right? <laughs> I right. mean, it's crazy. Uh, but really what st- stood out to me is that the passing game and everybody doing the same thing in the passing game, we don't have elite quarterback play outside of maybe a couple of guys that you can lean on each week. Everything is about that running game. Everything is about physical play and the level of that in the National Football League right now. Well, speaking of the running game, here's a couple of teams who do it pretty well. Let's get to game one on the official Nevada rotation order, and that is the Carolina Panthers visiting the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are coming off of a bye week, and they've had some extended rest, really, over the past Mm -hmm. three weeks. They beat the Buccaneers on Thursday night. That was October 27th. Then they did not play until the following Monday night. They beat the Saints, and then they took their bye. They've won three in a row, and they're atop the AFC North Division at 6 and three. The Panthers come in on extra rest as well, having beaten the Falcons last Thursday night. They're at three and seven, and Baker Mayfield is back as the starting quarterback in for the injured P.J. Walker. Mike, the Ravens are laying a big number here at home. It's 13 with a total of 41 and a half. Your thoughts? Well, I stayed away from double-digit favorites. I, I just don't lay it. I just don't play it right there. Obviously, my lean is towards the Ravens here. I mean, if you're looking at parlays and stuff like that, I mean, go at it, but I'm staying away from it. Uh, the Panthers... They're not goal-oriented in terms of a team. I mentioned that several weeks ago, but they they are solid team to bet with, I think, at home against familiar opponents. Uh, they're 0-8 in the last eight road games right now, and so you throw in a mix to that they're really not goal-oriented as a team. They're more goal-oriented as individuals. Uh, so if you want to look at player props, you could do that as well. But Baker Mayfield um, – I guess, what, 13 touchdowns and nine interceptions against his history with the Baltimore uh, Ravens when he was with the Browns. This is an entirely different team. But uh, I, I like John Harbaugh in the matchup, uh, 11-3 and three following a bye week. I mean, it's, all the things are leaning towards the Ravens. And the, the, the fact that they added Roquan Smith, uh, I, I think that's going to add so much to that defense and what they want to do. Uh, with, with their scheme and then also matching up too. But Lamar Jackson is the leader here, uh, and I know he had the illness, but if he's ready to go, that running game is going to be ready to go. I, I like the Ravens here in this game. Yeah, they're getting healthier yeah. too. They get Mark Andrews back on offense. Uh, we spoke about this, Mike, when the Ravens played the Saints a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. on Monday night. Uh, this is the first time that Carolina will face Greg Roman's Baltimore offense with Lamar Jackson at quarterback, and teams tend to struggle when they face that offense with a mobile quarterback under the tutelage of Greg Roman for the first time. Uh, two and 26 straight up and 9-17 and two against the spread. And then Roman also ran a similar offense with Colin Kaepernick and the 49ers. They were 23 and eight straight up, 22-7 and two against the number. Between those two Greg Roman led offenses with mobile quarterbacks in Kaepernick and Jackson, 
teams are 10 and 49 straight up, 16, 39 and four against the spread when facing them for the first time. And that is going to be the case for the Carolina Panthers here mm-hmm. this week. You mentioned Mayfield, his struggles, of course, when he was with the Browns against the Baltimore Ravens, three and five straight up, two and six against the number. Going back to last year, the Panthers three and 10 straight up and against the spread on the road including 0-3 straight up and against the spread as a double-digit underdog. My numbers come to the Ravens minus 10, the Ravens minus 7.5, and and the Ravens minus 14. I actually don't mind laying the big digits here with the Ravens, but I opted for a teaser, Mm -hmm. and it was earlier in the week. Uh I think they were at 12 or something like that, or minus uh, 12.5. And I teased him down to minus six and a half. So I am live with the Ravens at minus six and a half on a tee. I thought about that. I did. Um, but I didn't play it that way. I know the total has come down to opening for what, 44? Uh, I'm seeing a couple 42s, 41 and a half uh, across the board as well. But, man, yeah, I, I just stayed away from the game because I, I, I want to – uh, like I've been doing very, very well with teasers, right? And Yes. Um, this one was just out of my wheelhouse still. Well, you it's know? not an ideal teaser yeah. number, right? right? But I wanted to get it under a touchdown. Right, right. And, and good choice. I mean, I, I think the Ravens um, uh, is a side here. Uh, and, and like I said about the Panthers, I know Baker's coming back. And, uh, look, he's not going to uplift his team. It and might even be worse than Baker's be. coming back because he's playing a familiar opponent. <laughs> right, with I a different team. I don't know if that's team. good for him. Right, and you're rotating quarterbacks, too. I mean, that's not a stable situation if you're Carolina. So, uh, yeah, everything leans uh, towards the Ravens in this game. All right, when we come back, we look at the second game on the rotation as we roll through the Week 11 card. It is the Philadelphia Eagles, now the 8-1 and Philadelphia Eagles, taking on the Indianapolis Colts. We'll be back in just a moment with more of the Pro Football Blitz right here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. With the latest odds, lines, and boosts, Bet Rivers is your go to for any soccer related content. Check out Bet Rivers special World Cup promotions like our World Cup Futures, Insurance Bet, and World Cup Daily Bet and Gets. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is calling for all soccer fans to head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app to get in on all the match day action. It's a whole new game. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you inside the Pro Football Blitz. Time to take a look at the Eagles at the Colts. The Philadelphia Eagles, their perfect season ended on Monday night, falling to the Washington Commanders 32-21 at home. And now at 8-1, they will take to the road in Indianapolis. And Indy is coming off of an outright win on the road against Las Vegas. The fighting Jeff Saturdays try to make it two in a row here, Mike. At home, they're catching points once again. Philly is favored by six and a half, 45 and a half is your total. What do you think, sir? Well, and uh, here's a good teaser situation that I like. Uh, for the Eagles, even on the road, uh, getting them down uh, to one here. But uh, I, I lean towards the Eagles. I mean, they, they are a really good football team that took one on the chin uh, against Washington. And I don't know if they're relieved because they have that loss now or, or worried because – I think they should be worried a little bit. I, I, what was happening in that Eagles game last week kind of kind of exposed some of the things or, or deficiencies, I believe, uh, could be exposed. And that was the ability of Shane Steichen, offense coordinator of the Eagles, to rely on his matchups as opposed to just calling plays. Like They had no rhythm. They couldn't get in sync. Uh, they couldn't possess the football because he was just calling plays, right? Uh, this is what we've done all year. We'll, we'll get we'll get going. We'll get it going. We'll do this and we'll make plays here. But no, no, you gotta you gotta start understanding matchups. And I know uh, Goddard's hurt, so there goes a big matchup 
A.J. Brown hobbled a little bit, although he practiced, he's going to be ready to go. You got to lean on A.J. Brown. You got to lean on some matchups and not just call plays as an offense coordinator at this time of year. Uh, I think defensively, the Eagles will be okay. Uh, they'll go back. They'll start making plays. They can't turn the ball over, talking about the offense uh, like they did. And that was the shortcomings. As, as, in addition to not possessing the ball, uh, Brady, you had four turnovers for the Eagles right there. I, I don't think the Colts' defense is that uh, opportunistic Mm -hmm. You know, uh, their big playmaker is out for the year. The linebacker, Shaquille uh, Leonard, is out uh, with the back surgery. Uh, they do have Stephon Gilmore. But, I mean, just the matchups on the other side, though, for the Eagles uh, favor that situation. And, and plus, they turn the ball over. They get takeaways. So, and Dominican Sue was signed to stop the run. Uh, and so I, I think the Eagles uh, rise up for this challenge here on the road. Well, opponents have scored on just over 29% of their drives against the Eagles' defense, mm -hmm. and that is the third lowest rate in the league. The Colts' offense has scored on less than 29% of its drives. That is 28th in the league. Uh, the Eagles' offense have scored on over 41% of its drives. That is 8th in the league. Indy's offense is 28th in the league in yards per play. Philadelphia's defense is 2nd mm. in yards per play allowed. Uh, the Eagles are just 1-5 against the spread in their last six games of as road favorites of six or more points. They're 4-0 and straight up on the road this season, but 1-3 and against the number. Uh, it definitely looks like a mismatch. My numbers come out to Eagles minus 14.5, Eagles mm -hmm. minus 9.5, and, and Eagles minus 9. A couple things. You wonder if the Colts are going to come back down to earth. After that victory, you know, yeah. all the hoopla with Jeff Saturday coming mm -hmm. in, they come out into Las Vegas and they win. Are, are they going to go back to being the Colts that they were, you know, prior to Saturday's arrival? Is Matt Ryan going to be come back to the Matt Ryan that was a turnover machine earlier in the year? Yeah. And then you also, I think, have the bubble burst theory. You mm -hmm. kind of alluded to it there with the Philadelphia Eagles. Their bubble has been burst. They're no longer undefeated. So do they regress a little bit after having their perfect season ended uh, and the wind kind of taken out of their sail? Yeah. Or, or do they bounce back here uh, and just pick up where they left off? I really have a tough time going either way with this game. You know, I, I think seven is kind of a lot of points. Yeah. And I know a lot of wise guys have grabbed the points uh, with the Indianapolis with, Colts. Mm -hmm. But I just wonder, you know, if if we get these teams, how the, if we had these two teams in week nine, this spread would probably be much bigger. Yeah, right? two, yeah absolutely. Two things, too. Um, Matt Ryan, that move right there surprised the Raiders. I don't think oh, the yeah. Raiders were prepared for Matt Ryan. Right, good point. Now so the Eagles are. Now the Eagles will yeah. be prepared for Matt Ryan and what the, what the Colts are again. Uh, and then on the other side of that, too, you turn the ball over as many times for turnovers when you had a decided advantage in turnover differential. Uh, you can't do that offensively. And, and limited possessions, limited possession time, too. Uh, the Eagles will correct that. You know, Dallas Goddard, I, I think, is a big miss, but they do have A.J. Brown for a reason. The bet here and the reason for the teaser would be uh, because understanding or Shane Sykin understanding, look, I got to feature these guys now. I got to get to matchups. I can't. I can't go out there and just call plays again this deep into the season. Too many teams know what we're doing right now. All right, let's take a look at the Commanders at the Texans. Of course, the Commanders responsible for the uh, party spoiling in Philadelphia on Monday night, and mm -hmm. that is their fourth win in their last five games for Washington. They're now 500 on the season at 5-5. Five and five. The Texans, they fell to 1-7-1 and one in a 24-16 loss to the New York Giants. They return home and facing the NFC East division for the third week in a row. Mike Washington favored on the road here by by three with a total of 41. 
Yeah, I think this number is correct. You know, with, with this commander's team on the road, um, it, it's a tough number to lay, though, in my opinion. I mean, I don't want to take the points either with, with the Texans, but um, the totals at 41 minus 110 either way. I mean, the, the commander's, what, 3-1 and one with Heineke as, as a starter. Uh, to me, Heineke was no different than, than Carson Wentz anyway. Like, Carson Wentz coming in, um, I, I, just another quarterback coming in where you had Heineke through the same number of games as the starters, their stats were identical. But what you didn't have with Carson Wentz, what you do have with Heineke is chemistry mm -hmm. uh, and a gunslinger mentality and also a clutch performance player. Think about this for Taylor Heineke. Uh, he has, now has more fourth-quarter comebacks than Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, and Russell Wilson since 2021. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> right. right. He's a clutch player, and I think Scott Turner as a play caller is comfortable. Uh, just watching that game against the Eagles, how comfortable all the play calling and how they possess the football and everything going right and how energized they were uh, with Heineke, and that's what he brings that's so much different than Carson Wentz, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I think the number is appropriate here. Uh, I, I haven't played it. I mean, I know some people are taking Houston with, and the points because they've been competitive at home. But the commanders are going to get another boost, too. Guys are getting healthy. Uh, we'll see about Chase Young and, and his, how many plays he gets. He was right? not activated. Oh, he wasn't? He was okay. They talked about him being activated, right? right? It looked like earlier in the week he was going to be so, back okay. for this game, but I guess he is not there you going go. to be well, there. Yeah, but that defense has been playing decent. I, I thought they could get a lift from him, but uh, I, either way, either way, um, the, the, the lean to me would be the commanders here on the road. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Uh, we know about the Texans' rushing defense. They mm -hmm. are last in the league. They have the worst success rate, 52% against running back carries. The commanders have nearly a 69% success rate against running back carries. That is third best in the league, and we know Houston's rushing offense is pretty decent. Uh, their passing defense, as far as yards allowed, is average, but they are allowing 12 yards per completed pass. That is 30th in the league. Washington, however, is allowing over 12 yards per completed passes well, they're 29th in the league in that department. Um, some interesting trends here for you, Mike. A huge upset win for Washington on the road last week as double-digit underdogs. So they are certainly primed for a letdown. Mm -hmm. Head coach Ron Rivera, 13-15 and 15 straight up, 6-22 and 22 against the spread in the second or third of back-to-back -back road games, including 7-10 and 10 straight up and 1-16 and 16 against the number when facing an under 500 opponent. He's also 25-8-1 against the number when coming off of a straight-up win as an underdog. But the Commanders, they I mentioned the letdown. They apply to a 24-78-3 against the spread road letdown situation mm. off of that win over Philadelphia. So really pick your poison as far as the trends here. Uh, I do not have a play in the game. My numbers come to Commanders minus 2.5, Commanders minus 2, and Commanders minus 9. I do like the letdown situation. Yeah. I think that is real. But I just can't get behind the Houston Texans here. And you make note of it that they're a decent team to back as an underdog mm -hmm. in division mm -hmm. with a familiar opponent. Right. Well, this is obviously not in division. So I'm with you. Just a simple lean here to the commanders, but no play just of yet. Yeah, some of the fellas in the syndicate, you know, they talked about a, a teaser situation with the Texans. I mean, give the ball to Pierce and, and see what he can do. And, uh, you know, Houston couldn't score last week on the road, but at home, uh, they have been competitive, but this is outside of Division Two, so there's another angle uh, that kind of gives a lean to the commanders, in my opinion, as well. i tell you what I think might be the best play in this game. Mm -hmm. If I had to play the side, I would play Washington, okay. despite the really pretty obvious letdown situation. Uh, but I think the best play might be under the total. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, We saw Washington run the ball, what, over 40 times last week in their win against Philadelphia. We know their offense is pretty anemic. They have a very good defense. I think that's part of the reason why they were able to beat Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And we know the Texans' offense is not very prolific, and they feature the run quite a bit as well. So with both of these teams running the ball, you have to figure that clock is going to go tick, tick, tick. Well, this is right in Scott Turner's wheelhouse in terms of what his dad did with Emmitt Smith and running the football. Like, if, if the clock has really gone backwards, here, uh, then these coordinators love running football, especially guys like Scott Turner. All right, the Jets at the Patriots, an AFC East rematch when we come back on the Pro Football Blitz. This is the Pro Football Blitz on Visa. The Sports Betting Network. College basketball is in full swing, and now's the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide. At over 400 pages, it's our biggest betting guide ever, with odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis on every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson and Matt Humans, provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and a breakdown of all 60 coaching changes since last season. The only way to get the guide is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99 and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at vcin.com slash subscribe. The Jets at the Patriots. Round two of this AFC East divisional matchup. New England handled the Jets pretty easily in round one, 22 to 17, and the game really wasn't that close. New England dominated with defense and special teams. But as the point spread would indicate, Michael, I think these two teams are pretty closely matched. New York at 6-3, and three, the Patriots at 5-4. and four. Both teams are coming off of a bye week, and both teams have won four out of their last five games. New England was favored on the road in round one, and they're favored again here today at home. Mike, Patriots are laying 3.5. 38 is your total. Looking at our bet splits here on VEASAN, um, 63% of the bets are on the Jets here. Mm. Popular dog, 37% there on New England. It gets interesting uh, for me in this game. Jets on a teaser, very, very attractive to that. Uh, I love that situation. Um, You know, one of the things, because we don't have elite quarterback play, all right? Mac Jones got sacked a number of times. Uh, Zach Wilson gets sacked. Uh, He had a horrible game. But Zach Wilson did bounce back and have a decent game against Buffalo, right? Yeah, for so, sure. So uh, what that presents to me is that Zach Wilson has thick skin. Uh, and some of the comments uh, this week, too, about, hey, everybody, you guys don't know what's going on inside this building. Uh, and then other things emanating out of that building in terms of confidence, that culture change, something we've been talking about that Robert Salah has accomplished out there in, in New York with the Jets. Uh, so with the thick skin, I love that about Zach Wilson. I don't know what kind of game he's going to have, but uh, again, without elite quarterback play, and this one is going to get down to the trenches. It's going to get down to uh, defense as well. What st- stood out to me uh, is in the fourth quarter what the Jets have done this year. Uh, offensively scoring a total of 84 points. That's tied for second most in the National Football League in the fourth quarter. Defensively, only allowing 26 total points the whole year. Uh, that is first in the National Football League in the fourth quarter. Not too so, shabby. Not too shabby. So if this game gets to the fourth quarter, which is projected to get to outside of major mistakes uh, and horrible play by both quarterbacks, uh, I like a teaser situation here for the Jets. I mean, uh, New England at home, you would think they'd get the win, but from a, from a betting standpoint and perspective, 
Uh, the Jets, to me, uh, and what that dynamic duel is doing in the back end, DJ Reed hasn't allowed uh, a touchdown reception uh, in 815 snaps. You got Sauce Gardner on the other side, too, and that defensive front. I, I think that front can cause problems uh, for New England offensively. Less than 29% of the passing plays against New England have resulted in a first down or a touchdown. That is sixth in the league. As far as the New York Jets, just over 27% of the passing plays uh, that have been run against the Jets have resulted in a first down or a touchdown. That is the third lowest rate in the league. Zach Wilson is averaging over 10 yards per, plas, uh, per pass attempt on first down. That's the highest rate in the league. The problem is he only throws on first down 34% of the yeah. time. Uh, the rest of the downs, he is only averaging 5.6 yards per attempt, and that is only better than Mitchell Trubisky. He is 0-3, is Zach Wilson, uh, straight up and against the spread against the New England Patriots. In those three games, he's only completed 52% of his passes and averaged just 6 yards per pass attempt to touchdown to interception ratio of two to seven. So I think Wilson not turning the ball over is very key if the Jets are going to have success. They've dropped 13 straight games through the New England Patriots. They are 4-0 and straight up and against the spread on the road this season. And I think this game ending as a field goal game seems about exactly right, Mike, mm -hmm. here. And I think that's the way... I would play the game from a betting standpoint. If you're going to allow me to lay three or less, I like New England. But if you're going to give me three and a hook, I kind of lean with the Jets. Yeah, yeah, I know people were able to catch the Jets at a larger number uh, before three and a half, I believe, right? But uh, another reason for a teaser for me. Uh, and, and Zach Wilson, I mean, he's a pure pocket passer. Uh, stubborn at times, hard-headed at times, but uh, you kind of like that a little bit and a guy, but he, he's got to evolve. We know that. He cannot give the game away. He still threw for over 300 passing yards in that game. Uh, and as a player, I know that if you have any type of pride, you want to go back out there and prove yourself against this team. Uh, and, and I think the Jets have that type of culture now, too, uh, with Robert Salas. So it's not the same old Jets. Uh, I think there's a different attitude going up there to New England. My, my numbers come to Patriots minus one and a half, Patriots minus one, and Patriots minus seven. Mm. Um, but again, I, I think this is just a dance uh, as far as the numbers concerned. Take the three and a hook or lay the three or two and a half if you can find one out there. I don't know if it'll ever get there on New England, but uh, I do not have an official play on this game. Uh, Lions at the Giants. The Detroit Lions have won two in a row <laughs> and on the road last week at Chicago, giving their head coach Dan Campbell his first ever road victory with Detroit. Dating back to last season, the Lions have actually won four out of their last five division games. The New York Giants, they came out of the bye week with a win over the Houston Texans. They are now 7-2 and two on the season and just a game back of Philadelphia in the NFC East division. Two games for the G-Men in the next five days as they will travel to Dallas for Thanksgiving. Uh, but first things first, they are favored here at home today, giving the Lions three points with a total of 44.5, Mr. Pritchard. Yeah, everybody's on the Giants, too, uh, looking at the bet splits here. 75% of bets are on the Giants. Um, this is interesting, though, because the Giants, they've uh, only one game decided by more than a touchdown this mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. At what point does that come home to roost? And again, you think about the Giants, they haven't played a lot of games. They played one game within their division. So we really don't have an indication of how good this team is. I mean, I know the record states uh, that they're decent. Saquon Barkley had 35 carries last week. Uh, now, on the other side, you got Detroit. Uh, Detroit's not a very physical football team. Um, right. You know, the defense is, oh, 
Whew, bad. Yes, very <laughs> right. Good. I, I threw that in there instead of words that I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know it, it's it's could Campbell create consistency because that's what we're going to be talking about uh, with the Lions. You know, looking to win three straight games for the first time since 2017. I mean, we haven't. We don't know of the Lions being consistent. Uh, but that's what this would be if the Lions can pull off a win here against the Giants. But, I, you know, the Giants, they get to the fourth quarter. They're highly confident in their ability in the fourth quarter as well. You know, Goff relying on him to make plays. I, they have a lot of offense. We saw Houston move the ball. They just couldn't score. Uh, the Lions have a lot of offense, and they're getting healthy. Uh, but, I, I mean, a lot of people are all over the Giants here. Um, I, I like the points uh, with Detroit here. All right, very good. Well, you talked about their defense. Over 45% of the drives against the Lions have reached the red zone or scored prior. That's the highest rate in the league. Mm -hmm. uh, they've allowed a touchdown on opponents' drives a league high 32% of the time. The Giants have allowed a touchdown on less than 16% of opponents' drives. That is third best in the league. The Giants are allowing over 63% of completed passes against them to result in a first down or a touchdown. That is the worst rate in the league. Nearly 58% of the completed passes against Detroit have resulted in a first down or a touchdown. That is 30th in the league. We saw Saquon Barkley. You mentioned it. He ran all over the Houston Texans last week. That is the worst rush defense in the league in Houston. Well, guess who's second to last? The Detroit <laughs> Lions. They also rank 27th against the pass. My numbers come to Giants minus 4.5, Giants minus 4, and Giants minus 10. Mm-hmm. And we noted this with the Commanders as well, Mike. The Lions fall into that same scenario off of their big win over Chicago, and that is 22-79-3 against the spread in a road letdown situation. And you talked about it, having won on the road for the first time in, in how long, or, oh, or trying to win three ever. in a row for the first <laughs> time. You know, So I, I do believe they are a little bit set up for a, a letdown here is yeah. Detroit. I am, I'm oppo of you. I okay. played the Giants minus the three. I, I do buy into the road letdown down situation a little bit. Frank Ragnow, the all-pro center for the Lions, is a little banged up. He's listed as questionable just how healthy he is. We don't know. Uh, I think Dable is the better coach here, and I think the Giants are the better overall team. The Giants also have a number of assistants on their side mm -hmm. that are very familiar in their past experience with Jared Goff and both the Detroit Lions team. So I think that is worth a little bit of an edge as well. We also talked about this last week, how Jared Goff tends to struggle in cold weather. Now, he did not last week in Chicago, but it looks like the high temperature here in East Rutherford is going to be about 38 degrees with winds in the neighborhood of 15 to 25 miles an hour. So uh, I don't know if Jared Goff is going to be able to handle this two weeks in a row. Yeah, with Swift coming back, though, uh, you know, if these games are close and if they're tight, kind of like what the numbers suggest that they are, there's no reason for the Lions to kind of get away from running the football like they did earlier in the year, take some pressure off that. They don't have Hawkinson anymore, uh, uh, you know, in terms of uh, wanting to throw the ball that way. I think the Lions have kind of changed, uh, and they're not going to rely on – I'm hoping not. I'm hoping not. If I'm taking the points here, I'm hoping they're not going to rely on, on golf. Uh, but the Giants, again, uh, they they don't pull away. No. From anybody. Uh, right. So that's why I was looking at the points. Uh, also, I mean, look, you're looking at points. Uh, look at entertain some teasers as well. All right, a big one coming up next: the Rams and the Saints. <laughs> Remember when that used to be a good game? Yeah. All right, the Rams and the Saints. We'll break it down next on the Pro Football Blitz.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Shake up your lineup and compete for free for stacks of cash with the Absolute Football Challenge. Get in on the action and take your free shot at a share of $5,000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash now to set your roster before the game time. Absolute, born in the mix. 21 years and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. 
The Rams at the Saints. Uh, we teased about this <laughs> before the uh, break there, that this sounds like a pretty good game, right? The Rams and the Saints. Well, not so much this year. Uh, the Lambs are 3-6. and six. They've lost three straight. The Aints are 3-7. and seven. They've lost two in a row. Uh, Matthew Stafford, he missed last week with a concussion. He is back and good to go for the Rams. No change at quarterback for New Orleans. Andy Dalton will get the start once again. And, of course, no Cooper Cup for Los Angeles or center Brian Allen. Mike, these two teams, they have been playoff regulars in recent years, but both struggling mightily this year. Saints are favored at home by two and a half. 39 is your total. Yeah, I officially ripped up that three to one. Yeah, division did ticket. Yeah. yeah, I was. I tore it a little bit, but now I, I just ripped that thing up already because for the <laughs> Saints. Uh, I mean, this game is so interesting. So I came across this Brady with the Rams, and I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with it. They have seven healthy offensive linemen. Yeah, uh, four weren't on the team in Week One. Right. So makeshift offensive line, Matthew Stafford. Welcome back to that. Yeah. Uh, the Rams cannot run the football. I, I think defensively, they're not even interested. <laughs> but then you look on the other side for the Saints. And there's a lot of stuff going on with the Saints. I wonder about Dennis Allen, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. Um, I think he's a big liability. Yeah, yeah. He's going with Andy Dalton, even though Jameis is healthy. Uh, Jameis had comments, and they, I don't I didn't think you could lose your job when you're healthy when you're because of injury. Mm-hmm. I'm healthy. I've been healthy, and all of a sudden I've lost my job to a guy who's, who's not very good, Andy yeah. Dalton. Right. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot not sitting well in that locker room. I believe um, you had guys that didn't even practice this week. I mean – Marcus Davenport, he's out. JT Gray is out. Um, Mark Ingram's out. All these older players, right? Cam, Cam Jordan. Jordan's That's out. That's a big one. For the first time in, in I think, forever. Uh, you got uh, Marshawn Lattimore, mm-hmm. who was out with an abdomen. What is that? <laughs> His stomach hurts. <laughs> I guess. I don't want to play coach. My stomach hurts. I got a stomachache. I'm not <laughs> playing this game. I mean, that's, that's laughable, really. But it's the state of affairs with these two, with this team, the Saints. And the Saints, they're the most difficult team to bet on or bet with in the National Football League. I completely stayed away uh, from this football game. Well, I couldn't find any now. angle. Interesting in the football contests here, uh, because you had the news about Matthew Stafford. Originally, it was figured that he was not going to play, Mm -hmm. and the Westgate Super Contest put out the line on Wednesday, four and a half Mm. in favor of the Saints. And then it was announced a day later that he was going to play. Uh, Circa got a little bit better number on their contest at Rams uh, plus three, but now in the live market, of course, you have Rams all the way down to two and a half that it's been confirmed that Stafford will play. Uh, the Saints are allowing their opponents to score a league-high five scoring plays per game, but less than half of those plays have been touchdowns, which is the fifth lowest. Now, the Rams could use some help in that department. Mm-hmm. They are averaging 3.1 scoring plays per game that is tied for the fewest in the league. Nearly 42% of the Rams' drives have failed to gain a first down or a touchdown. That is the highest rate in the league. They're allowing 5.1 sacks plus turnovers per game. That is 31st in the league. And finally, listen to this one, Mike. They're averaging a gain, a play that gains 20 yards or more once every nearly 25 plays. It takes them every 25 plays to gain 20 yards or more. That is 31st in the league. Uh, Head coach Sean McVay for Los Angeles, 3-1 straight up and against the spread against New Orleans. He's 2-0 straight up and against the number against Andy Dalton, winning by double digits in each case. In those two games, Dalton was sacked eight times with one touchdown pass and two turnovers. My numbers are really heavy on the Saints because I think the Rams have been so awful. Mm-hmm. I have the Rains, uh, Saints minus six, Saints minus six, and then the Rams minus seven and an outlier. 
I don't have a play in the game. I'm like you. I really wouldn't want to lay points with either of these teams. But I do lean towards McVay and Stafford versus Allen and Dalton. I think that's quite a mismatch there. Yeah, McVay, I'm trying to find it real quick. McVay has not lost four straight uh, games. The Rams have never lost four straight games uh, under McVay. So, uh, obviously, the Rams' situation is so completely different. Um, if their defense is interested at all in this game. Well, their, their defensive numbers are good. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, okay, they're three and six, and, okay, the year look, we might be leaning towards vacation. No, I hear uh, you. Right? I and, hear but, you. but if that defense can find any type of uh, engagement, uh, certainly there's an opportunity to catch three points here uh, with Matthew Stafford and the Rams. All right, let's take a look at the Bears and the Falcons. Uh, It was a tough loss for the Bears Mm -hmm. at home last week, up by 14 points to begin the fourth quarter, and they let it slip 31-30 to and to a division opponent as well. Now Atlanta comes in off of extra rest after getting pasted by the Panthers last Thursday night. Uh, The Bears are at 3-7 and on the season. They've dropped three in a row. The Falcons are at 4-6, and and they've lost two in a row. A really ugly-looking game on paper, Mike, but there have been times this season when both of these teams have looked pretty decent. The Falcons are at home today. They're favored by three points. 49 is your total. Yeah, it's interesting about the yards per carry leaders in the National Football League right now. They're all quarterbacks. <laughs> that is Justin wild. Fields, Josh Allen, Josh Kyler Allen. Murray, and who am I forgetting? Lamar Jackson. Okay. Uh, yards per carry. They're all around seven yards per carry. I mean, it's remarkable. Uh, and and I, I think for Justin Fields, it's not like he has – well, he is scrambling, but he, he, he's also effective tucking and running it, right? I mean, he's just so dynamic. Uh, Kyler Murray, we know about him and the style of play too, but the Bears, we know they can run the football. And yet when they try to throw it, uh, it, it doesn't look all great, and, and Justin Fields has to be – uh, the best athlete on the field, and a lot of times he is, you know, and I, th- I think against this defense, he has an opportunity uh, to make big plays again, too, and, and I know he wants to make big plays in Atlanta. Uh, he's going to be energized by the fact that he's back down there, uh, uh, you know, in, in his home area, so uh, the Bears averaging over 30 points a game. We know the story right now. Uh, Atlanta is realizing that their problem is their quarterback, like, they're, they are highly creative, and even with Cordell Patterson, even with uh, uh, Kyle Pitts, even with London. I mean, y- you would think any type of decent quarterback play, things would be better for Atlanta offensively. Well, they got that to begin the season, mm-hmm, but, but it's gone downhill. Because teams catch up to mm-hmm. and they take away things, and you can see how difficult the game is passing the football for Marcus Mariota right now. Uh, so Chicago shouldn't be any different. In terms of, okay, we need to take away this, we need to slow down that, uh, and then we need to force Atlanta to do something they don't want to do. And that's where we're at. Now, Atlanta does have matchups, though, that you are very attractive to uh, if you like to to bet Atlanta here. I I like a teaser situation with Chicago. Uh, I just think Justin Fields and his playmaking ability can at least help me out on the back door if I need it as well. Chicago has scored on over 52% of its drives over the past four weeks. That is second in the NFL. And opponents have scored on nearly 49% of their drives against Atlanta over the past four weeks. That is the highest rate in the league. The Bears have allowed a touchdown on 34% of their opponents' drives on the road this season. That is second to last in the NFL. The Bears are the number one rushing offense in football. Atlanta is number four. Chicago ranks 28th in defending the run. Atlanta is 18th. 
Not necessarily a record to be proud of here. Chicago became the first team in NFL history to rush for 225 yards or more in five straight games, mm-hmm. a consecutive five straight games, and lose four of those five games. Uh, they're also the only team in NFL history to score at least 28 points in three consecutive games and lose every one of those games. Uh, all of my calculations came to Atlanta as the favorite here. Falcons minus three, Falcons minus one, and Falcons minus three. I didn't play the game, Mike, but it really feels like recency bias to me is in play. We've seen what the Bears have done in the last four or five weeks. We've seen Justin Fields run all over the field. And what we saw out of Atlanta last Thursday night was awful. And the betting public, the majority, the masses are absolutely all over Chicago here Mm -hmm. taking points. I, if I could get Atlanta under a field goal, and there are some two and a half starting to pop okay. up, I think in a contrarian move, that might be the way to go. Yeah, I mean, if you can get them under that number, I, I think uh, if you're laying three, uh, to me, you got to rely on a quarterback to be a mm-hmm. difference maker, too. And I, I, I just don't think Marcus Mariota is that guy now. And Atlanta's got that decision to make moving forward. Who's going to be the quarterback of this football team? We are talented. We have the right culture. We, we think we have the right formula. We'll build on that defense uh, even more. But they're going to have to make a decision at quarterback. So uh, if you can get under two and a half uh, with the Falcons, if, if you are inclined to do that, that, that to me is, is logical uh, just because of the deficiency at quarterback right there for the Falcons right now. Yeah, I, I just think it's a contrarian move. Okay. I mean, it just seems like everybody is enamored with the Bears catching points. And, mm-hmm. and let's remember, the Bears still aren't that good of a team. <laughs> no, you know? they're not. <laughs> uh, they, they have put up some points, and, and Justin Fields can run the football, and, and Atlanta has looked really bad. Um, but I think that's the general perception that is leading to the, the betting patterns here. The Falcons are 0-2 straight up and against the spread as a favorite. But uh, like I say, if this line dips under a field goal, maybe I will get involved with the Dirty Birds from Atlanta. When we come back, we take a look at the Browns and the Bills. This one goes down in the Motor City at Ford Field on Sunday. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.